This is a HeadGum Podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I were you, an advice pod, finally, I'll get my problem solved, I started writing in, but much to my chagrin, they just started roasting me, and that's about the time that I began to see, that they don't take themselves so seriously, so many people need real advice, what the hell psychology, I'm never writing it again, to if I were you, to if I were you. Oh, yeah. Very nice. You like that? I loved that. That's actually, yeah, that's Blink-182. It's an acoustic cover of What's My Age Again? Yeah, I, I'm i like very into sort of like an emotional acoustic cover of a pop punk song. That's like, that's definitely up my alley. Have they done that before? Has like, is there like an official Mark Hoppus acoustic cover of that song? Yeah, they there was like um an acoustic album or something or like secret acoustic songs on some of their um on like one of their albums but i don't know if they did like an acoustic damn it that i remember like a fucking like a really mellow acoustic damn it that would be awesome maybe they have done it i'll look it up online when i saw them live they said what's my age again and then at the end they say where's my asian friend was that like a common joke that they did in live shows or did i just catch lightning in a bottle i think they that was a common one at the live show like on if you if you listen to the mark tom and travis show which is their live album uh he says where's my asian friend well, this actually might have been written by an Asian friend of ours. It's a, a day oneer shouting out from the 2018 Vancouver live show. Oh, hell yeah. Said he tried to find us afterwards, but his date wanted to leave. So, <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah. Maybe it was my virginity story. <laughs> uh, nothing really to plug, but if you two can follow me on Instagram, Vineet on the beat. That's V I N E E T. Wow. Um, are you going to follow him on Instagram? Uh, I mean, it feels like that's a lot more to ask than plugging his Bandcamp or, or SoundCloud. Yeah, I've done that a couple times. Like, f- fans are like, "Follow me," and I'm like, "All right, I'll follow a fan." Like, d- I did a Instagram live the other day, and somebody asked if I would follow him, so I followed him. And now I just like occasionally see a photo of a stranger in my feed. It's not that bad, but it's you know literally the least I can do, I guess. Yeah, but it's sort of like a lot. It's kind of like it'll be a part of your a small. A small dickling part of your life forever. Yeah, it's part of my brain. When we were in Adelaide, do you remember that? It was like this really sweet young kid uh, had like, should not have been at our show. He was like 12 years old. Yeah. And uh, he like participated in some kind, he, 
I don't know. It was in it was in Adelaide. We, he was part of the show. We used his name. I think we maybe did trivia when we were there that time with Streeter. I'm not exactly sure what the deal was. But anyway, he came on stage, I think. Uh, and I was like, I want to see you grow up. <laughs> and I followed him on Instagram. Yeah. And I still <laughs> and I still uh, see his like stories and stuff. What's his name? Is it like Brady or something? Walter. Shout out to Walter. I think he still listens. <laughs> I hope he does. Otherwise, it's real weird that I follow him on Instagram still. Yeah, I see on your the story you're like DMing him a lot too. I wonder what. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have said that he was 12. He's old now. I mean, <laughs> Christ. I see your. I'm I'm following your close friend story on Instagram, and it's really just me and Walter who could view it. I okay. guess. How do you? You shouldn't be able to see that. Yeah, I guess that's a bug in the system, I guess. I don't know why me, me and Walter are just weighing in on your close friend's story. Let's start the show. Let's start the show before I get very uncomfortable. Actually, speaking of your story, I wanted to ask you something about your Instagram story. Yesterday, you oh, posted yeah. a, a picture of yourself biking through Manhattan, and there's like empty streets, including specifically an empty street in the West Village. Right. Two hours later, I see a viral hit on the internet which is a photo of a park in the west village that is literally overflowing with new yorkers hanging out not wearing a mask at all yeah yeah so did you see that park and were the streets empty because everybody was at that one park yeah i well i think i think basically the parks are super crowded because people are needing to stay at home but it's incredibly nice and it's hard to stay in your house and people are like oh we're allowed to go on a walk oh the parks are open as long as you maintain (laughs) social distance and then next thing you know you're sort of in there it's getting really crowded and then you see people real assholes not wearing the mask um so the parks are really crowded but the streets i think because businesses are closed and maybe because People are, I mean, no, not very many New Yorkers have cars. So the streets were empty. Yeah. But did you see that park? No. But we drove, we rode our bikes like up the West Side Highway for a while. So I was also like near like the Highline Park and like those parks in the West Side Highway. And those were super crowded. Uh, I, people weren't like on top of each other though. Like I've definitely been in parks that are uh, like, overrun with people where you can like barely find a square for your blanket and everybody was like yeah six feet away nobody was like got close to me when i was in the park um really the frustrating thing is is like seeing people without masks running by you and stuff yeah because they're talking they're spitting micro coughing and that's yeah. just everywhere in that park there was like a group of like 10 people all exercising <laughs> together not wearing masks and i was like do you think that you're being safe i don't you uh, yeah do they think do they think that they're being safe or do they think it's like it's probably fine or like oh the worst is behind us it's time to fucking let loose i think it must be a little bit of all of that stuff because i mean that's like why i wanted to go on a bike ride I, but i wore a mask but you know it's still like not a hundred percent good yeah, people are are definitely taking like little baby step towards pushing the boundary a little too much. It's like, oh, I can take a walk. All right, I'll go to the park. All right, I'm hiking. What's but a I picnic? I'm already was, taking a picnic. I was seeing something on like that. Um, I was seeing something on Twitter of like an aerial shot of like the same photo, and people are further apart than it looks like. Oh, it's the it's the vantage point. Since he was on the ground, you can't see how far people are from each other. Right. Exactly. I knew you'd take their side. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it all it all sucks so much. And then you you do run around and you just like, 
it puts you in a bad mood because you like you see people that are that are putting other people at risk but then also maybe you're sort of doing it a little bit too yeah i read a funny tweet i forget who wrote it but it's like i saw so many people outside today when i was outside today <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's really that's re- that's what it is it should just be me that's there and i see all these other people there when i'm also there yeah i guess the thing is like if you're gonna go outside like you're you gotta wear a mask and try your best to stay away from people and then if uh if you're doing that definitely don't go and like see friends and stuff i don't know i don't know yeah i guess There's it's no slightly better <laughs> it's slightly better than the protest that's happening in Southern California where people are just fucking creating a mini parade to reopen stores and stuff. Yeah. It, it's, man, it's also so funny that like people are like reopen stores, but like you can just, if you like, you don't have to protest for the stores to be open. You can just, you can be outside. Yeah. But here, and, I really need the store to be open too. Like what stores do you, you want? And like food stores are open. Cafes yes, are open. Like, <laughs> but I need a haircut and I need to bowl and I need to golf miniature style. That's right. A putt putt. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess. Concert venues in uh, Missouri are opening on Monday. They said the governor. Yeah. I wonder if like, just because concert venues and just because bowling alleys open, does that mean that they'll be crowded again? Like, I, I doubt crowded, but I bet all the people who are protesting are also down to go bowling. <laughs> and those people who are protesting are not like, uh, let's take it easy on the bowling alleys. This is a little bit too far. Yeah. I know I protested for this, but I feel kind of bad. Let's stay distant. I'm glad I don't. I'm glad I don't live there. Live, I mean, being in New York is weird enough. Oh, live where? In Huntington Beach? Yeah, and like one in any of those places with like the protests and the the places that are like gonna open bowling bowling <laughs> alleys. Like, I'm glad I'm not there. Yeah, I'm worried about the next time I go bowling. I'm I'm afraid I, it's gonna start like affecting my game because I was starting to roll pretty well. <laughs> yeah, and you have your own ball, so that's at least a little bit. That's good. yeah, but the, it hits the public pins, so like I'm gonna have to yeah. wear the rubber the dishwashing gloves to bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be hard for it to slip off your fingers at that yeah point. like if, if i have like a 410 split set up and like mm-hmm. i'm wearing like a dishwashing glove and a hazmat suit i'm afraid i'm not gonna be able to like grip the ball enough to where it like will hit the lane correctly you know what i mean you did you looked up a lot of bowling lingo for this you yeah you lane <laughs> <laughs> and you knew split <laughs> nice. and you sort of said spare which was good. Which was rare. <laughs> All right, we're recording this on a Sunday, a beautiful Sunday, I assume, in New York. It was a beautiful Sunday. Sunday, May 3rd. This is, this is when the dates start sounding really nice. Sunday, May 3rd, almost Mother's Day, warm out, 78, not too yeah. humid yet. Everything was easy when it was March. <laughs> it was fine when it was April. When it's freaking Cinco de Mayo and it's 72 and partly cloudy yeah you're telling me i have to make a margarita and zoom with a friend or two no people are people are outside they're doing to-go cocktails in new york city and people <laughs> are sitting in the parks and they're drinking their cocktails and they're not wearing their masks it's it's over okay 
they're like kids who were but put in detention and now they're just sort of like taking one foot out the door like all right i'm not getting in trouble all right i'm going i just go to the kitchen mom all right now i'm outside i can't hang out with a friend for five minutes i was telling joe this if like this is it's similar to like a hookup where you're like okay you can come inside but like i'm not gonna kiss you and then you guys start like making out you're like all right you're gonna sleep over but we're like we're not going past first base and then (laughs) everyone's fucking <laughs> Let me just take my mask off because it's fucking hot under here, babe. <laughs> I can't kiss you with this thing on. Let me smooch for a second. <laughs> so everyone's necking in the park now. Uh, and you're recording in your closet. You turn your closet into some sort of mobile, futuristic micro office. That's right. I had um I had a little built-in, like so a built built-in cabinets uh, in this closet. You know where you can like. The, all the shelves are on those like those those uh hooks that you can like raise and lower yeah so, so you raise... open the closet and it's like shelves but now yeah. your computer and your printer are in there yeah i raised all the shelves that i could like all the way up and then the, the bottom one i lowered as much as i could to so it's desk height and nice yeah it's it actually really works it gives me a lot of joy what about your chair situation is it an office desk or are you just having a regular roller it's it's not a roller i'm like i the reason i like this it's a it's an armchair basically it's just a it's an accent chair it's yeah it's not meant to like sit at for eight hours a day though i think i mean it this is like it looks like an old teacher's chair like an old office chair no roller but it's it's pretty comfortable uh it's got a nice it's supportive it's got a nice firm back and uh i didn't want to go rolling chair because then i would i'm where where i set this up is like my den this is where i relax at the end of the day Mm -hmm. jill and i watch tv in here and i don't want to see a desk and i don't want to see a rolling chair i want to leave work behind so this chair looks nice in this room when it's not at the desk you know i see so you want to like use it but then like be able to hide it completely yeah like let it let it be part of the room and and a rolling chair wouldn't it wouldn't accomplish that yeah i'm debating whether to get a chair because sofa living which i've been doing for the last month is starting to catch up with me the sofa is starting to die yeah i think that wait so you're in your office right now right what are you yeah i'm sitting on this black rolling chair but you know that's nice it it? looks nice but it's not i'm not not at this desk yeah I'm usually on the couch in this room. This is that room on the couch. That's where you work. Yeah, yeah. I think I. I mean, I spent a month and a half working mostly on a couch, and it's it, it doesn't make you feel your best. It's it's not work mode. It's like relaxing mode. Yeah. Well, we can save this for unsolicited advice, actually, because this is. I, I want to talk more about my chair. Okay, great. Save it for unsolicited <laughs> chair advice in the second act. Uh, all right, what is this? This is If I Were You, the only advice pod on the wad, hosted by Odd. I'm God. And I'm Todd. <laughs> God and Todd. So the world's most powerful creature and also a guy named Todd. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, we got some real questions here from real people. A golden god and a, tro- and a troll named Rod. That's right shout out yeah i knew someone was gonna fucking tweet it at me so i had to say it out loud beat them to the pod uh this one's pretty fun it's zoom related so it's sort of corona adjacent but mostly a zoom related blunder uh from a guy we'll call um rod rod 
Last week, a group of guys I normally play video games with decided to try something new and play virtual board games online. Imagine a website that allows you to interact with a virtual tabletop and everyone can participate. We also have a Zoom conference running so we can hear each other talk and strategize about the board game. Sounds good to me. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it was a particularly hot day and my balls were heating up. So without really thinking about it, I sort of stood up, whipped out my dick and balls and proceeded to air out those toasty boys right in front of the computer. (laughs) Much to my horror, I heard one of my friends shout, hey, what the hell's going on over there? Only then do I realize I'm flashing six of my good buds on the Zoom call. I played it off as well as I could and mumbled something about forgetting that I was on video. We even finished the rest of the game without any problem. But guys, I'm a little fucked up in the head about this situation. What do I do? Do I mention this mistake on the group text? Do I apologize? Do I find a way to laugh about it? Or do I pretend this never happened? Uh, We're all in our late 20s and everybody is pretty chill, but I'm not sure if I'm obligated to say something and move past it or just let it be. Thanks, love, Rod. Uh, I, I think you're supposed to say something. You're not so, if you show everyone your dick and balls, you're not supposed to like mumble an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> if these guys were really close friends, they'll think you were just kidding, right? Yeah, I mean, but it like also de- if I was on a Zoom call with Mike and Dave and Jeff and Dave showed everyone his balls, it would make sense and we would all be like, you know, it's that's nothing. But if I was like on a Zoom call with you and Marty <laughs> <laughs> and half of Headgum, <laughs> well, that's a work one, I guess. But I mean, like, there, I, I have different friends that are like, I feel like the friends that I grew up with were like more immature because we were teenagers together. Like, yeah, you and I became friends when we were young adults. Like, we've never shown each other our balls to. <laughs> That person, person, I do. <laughs> so you, you're saying your ball friends, your genitals friends, are the ones that like you went through puberty together. So it's yeah, fine to show yeah. off your dicks and balls to each other. I mean, I, I'm I wouldn't say it's fine, but I think it's, it's good. Like, you're saying it's looked, <laughs> it's smiled upon instead of frowned upon. This kind of behavior is actually it's smiled encouraged. upon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everybody has a friend that's like that's it makes sense that he takes out his d and b but i'm wondering like i'm playing poker tonight with some high school friends if i take out my d and b would the reaction be loling i bet some of them would laugh nobody would be horrified i don't think i think the weird thing is like you laugh there's like some friends where you laugh and you could play it off as like yeah like i was i got you guys and then there's some friends that you would laugh it off and be like oh my god that's embarrassing that was a mistake but there's no world where you just like show everyone your penis on zoom and then and then they're like what was that and you're like oh sorry i was forgot i was on zoom it's like, almost more embarrassing <laughs> it's more embarrassing to like air your balls and dick out like i've never been so hot that like i just gotta whip out my junk and like sort of dry this swamp that i'm dealing with right now i think i've i've not like stood up to do that i feel like i've like pulled aside the boxers and like tried to get some air into my underwear yeah maybe like peel off your nutsack against a sticky thigh (laughs) but i'm not taking off my jeans and just like sort of air drying my genitals I do think it deserves to be addressed. It's it's trying to like it's such an obvious like thing that everybody notices that everyone registers that you can't just be like 
you can't shrug it off. No. No. You can't shrug it off. You need to have some sort of state of the union Zoom public apology. Well, no, you now that's it's weirder. I think just like if there's a way where you can be like, like next time you guys play, be like, hey, maybe this time I won't uh, flash you guys by accident. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> like a little joke to acknowledge, but not like a group text. Be like, hey, everyone, I'd like to apologize for uh, accidentally showing you my penis and balls. I was very hot, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was hot that day and it got only hotter when i and then you stand up <laughs> jesus took out my little wiener as such <laughs> or you could just do it every zoom and like now you're the guy that flashes that, their friends i would not say that well then you'll you won't be invited to the game what did he say what game it was it was strip poker i asked oh, him okay in an email. so that works yeah. that actually <laughs> you just jumped the gun they were playing strip Catan. Mm-hmm. Have you been playing games on Zoom with friends? Uh, yeah, I've done it a couple times. I played uh, played some Jackbox games. Uh, I played. We've been playing um, Blank Slate. You know, have you ever played Blank Slate? No. Um, it's you basically have there's there's two. How it's like two word phrases. So an example would be uh, one of the cards says house blank. Um, and then everyone writes down like what the other word should be, like what the natural word to follow house blank is. Um, and then you all show each other what you wrote down at the same time. And the goal, the ultimate goal is to match with only one other person and no one else. That's worth three points. If you it's match like the with- Game Boy. Yeah, if you match with a couple people, it is like the Game Boy. If you match with a couple people, it's worth one. And if you don't match with anybody, it's zero. What would you write? House blank. Arrest. Oh, and I would have said house party. So we wouldn't have matched. I see. But like party might be one that a bunch of people do. Right. And thus you'll get like many points. But if one person does house arrest, then me and that person. Yes, exactly. And there's also what, there's also cards where you have like blank, blank house. So that you know, so it's it goes the other way too. It's always a, it's always a blank, but sometimes it's the first word, sometimes it's the second. And you're playing over Zoom. Yeah, it's it works well for Zoom because everyone has the video and you can see everyone's words. And it's kind of nice. Are you writing it down or using your phone? Uh, I write it down on my phone because it's easy to write it big and then erase it. That's cool. Yeah, it's really fun. Highly recommend. I, uh, Do you play anything? Uh, just the Switch, just the Nintendo Switch. I would love to be invited to the. Uh, the because i know you said you're playing with friends or whatever <laughs> yeah i'm playing with uh just like close friends people you know obviously close friends like yeah walter walter's there yeah yeah he is there because i was dming <laughs> him earlier and he was like kind of standoffish slash reply he replied kind of like like i would reply right away and he would reply in like an hour later and he'd be like sorry i'm busy yeah. or whatever he's right. 15 yeah. now He's 15. <laughs> He's a little older than that, buddy. Yeah. That's Would he do old. for Blank House? All right, let's play a mini round right now. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for House, I'll do Lonely because <laughs> I live in a lonely house. What would you uh, have done? Me and Walter would have done Brick House. And it would have brick been house? funny because then <laughs> we would have sung. We'd been like, she's a brick. Brick. I like that song. No, yeah. <laughs> me Walter, that's me and Walter's song. So you wouldn't be able, you wouldn't, you said, you would have said Lonely House. It's a lonely and that's, house. 
she's really yeah. lonely. Well, that's why we don't invite you because you do shit like that that like kind of bumps us out, you know. I befriended a mouse the other day. Really? Yeah, tit mouse. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> so the mouse Imagine will that. bite me. A and chipmunk I'll just... and a mouse. I would never. That sounds like a fun little, like, uh, like a fairy Disney tale or cartoon. something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mother Goose style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I am not one, but I get that. I get where you're coming. You're from. not a tip mouse. I know. I see. <laughs> no, I'm not a tip you're, mouse. You're not a tip mouse. You are a chipmunk. All right, let's take just a break and uh, okay. thank some sponsors, and we'll be back with some unsolicited advice. Will it be about chairs? Will it be about something completely different? Let's find out. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Bless you. Uh, uh, did I sneeze? <laughs> no, I was blessing them for sponsoring us. Oh, I see. Bless them. Uh, Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Gazuntite. <laughs> so you did think I sneezed. That time, yeah. <laughs> Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> um, it has very simple drag and drop technology, so you can design it effortlessly Mm -hmm. you don't need to know how to code at all finally and you can still just come up with a professional looking portfolio or online store yes in minutes so simple you can even buy a domain name through squarespace oh my god that's why we hit you with a fresh new domain every single time mine this week is highrodney.com yes if you have a friend named rodney that you'd like to say hello to Hi, Rodney.com. And then you could make the landing page you kind of waving and That's saying cool. hello to your friend Rodney. That's not too dissimilar from mine, which is byrodney.com. Really? But B U Y Rodney.com. Really? If you want to purchase Rodney. Yeah. A yeah. hello or a chair or something <laughs> right. like that. So you, you can, can buy just something buy for Rodney. Rodney things. Right. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. I might cop that. I might buy by Rodney. You buy what? I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> bye bye Rodney. <laughs> bye bye I might Rodney. buy by Rodney. I might buy by Rodney. Yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> you can find out at highrodney.com. <laughs> uh, well, you can build anything you want, but you should go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Amazing. So again, it's squarespace.com slash segments right. and use that coupon code, that promo code segments mm-hmm. uh, when you're ready to turn that free trial into a real official website for all to see. Beautiful. You get 10% off. They're already low, low prices. Exactly. Uh, so check them out. If you're ever in the need to create a website, remember squarespace.com yep. slash segments. Right on. <laughs> Thanks, Squarespace. <laughs> Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Woo! Holy smokes, Jake, you sleep on a Helix. Yeah, I'm in LA right now. I live on a Helix. I miss my Helix. You didn't bring it out? No, I should have. I should have. Well, you know how easy it is to take their sleep quiz, right? Yes, well, not easy, but let's let's not call it a quiz. I don't like that. They call it a quiz. It's like a two minute quiz. You say how you sleep, and then they match you with a perfect mattress. They say what? They They say what? Based on your answers, they can you say this. what they say? They select what are the, the what do the talking points say? Um, Why don't you read it verbatim instead yeah. of calling the quiz easy? Well, it's like a two minute quiz. Does it say that it's easy? Uh, it's a sleep quiz. Great, uh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Why don't you stick to the talking points, asshole? <laughs> 
Oh my right? God, why are you mad at me? Because you're calling the quiz easy and it's actually more of a test. No, it's not a test. It's a very simple quiz. It's actually very important. Yeah, that I simple. agree that it's important. It's complicated. Yeah, it's a sleep quiz you take. They, they ask you like, how do you sleep? Where? Do, what do you prefer? And then they match you with a perfect mattress. That's that's right for you. That's true. Yes. Uh, and that personalized mattress is shipped right to your door free of charge. Oh yeah, that's true too. Um, there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it. So mm-hmm. uh, they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Holy shit. But look, you're not going to need it because the mattress is kind of goaded. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders. Damn. And two free pillows for our listeners. Right on. You just go to helixsleep.com slash segments and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. So hop on it right now if you need to upgrade your mattress, which borderline everyone has to. Yeah, yeah. Um, go to helixsleep.com slash segments and use that code helixpartner20, all one word, all at right. checkout. Love it. Thank you, Helix. Thank you. And we have returned. Hola. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the <laughs> yes, I mentioned it when I was talking about the chair, when I was talking about my desk. Yeah. Um, it took me a long time. It took me a very long time because we've been under this uh, shelter at home order for a while. But I think maybe around two or three weeks ago, I realized that I needed to like, I couldn't just like sit at the kitchen table, couldn't just sit at the couch uh, and do my work. So I started like just establishing my work space, uh, like, you know, lay out a desk, make it nice and neat. And it feels really nice to have, to have that set up. Like a little assignment or a little area to do other assignments or both. Both really. Like it feels good to accomplish any small task these days. So setting up a desk was like a fun little task. It was like a little project that I had to plan out a little bit. Sick. And then once it was done, it's like, it is more Zen place to work where you're not like, you know, you're not just sitting on your couch all day where you, where you maybe eat your breakfast, where you watch TV, where you chill on your phone, but then where you're also trying to work. It's just like, it doesn't work. It doesn't make you very effective. Uh, And this is like something that I listened to on a podcast, even before this quarantine that like people that work from home, this is the kind of thing that you, that you need to do. People that work from home knew this stuff already. Um, but it does feel really nice to have a workspace that is specifically there to work. It makes you more productive and it makes you feel a little less, a little less listless around the house. Yeah. The problem is that nobody knew how long this was going to last. So it's like week one, you're like, I don't want to start setting shit up because what if we're back in the office in two weeks and then you wait for a month and you're like, all right, it's already been a month. How much longer can this last? I don't want to get a desk. I don't want to get a chair. Now it's like week nine and like, all right, maybe for the summer, we won't be all going into an office anytime soon unless you live in Missouri and concerts are starting next week. You might have to be working from home for longer than you think. So you might as well get as comfortable as possible there. Yeah, and he, I mean, really, even if it, even if this thing gets lifted next week, for even if it really disappears, like Trump promised, he said it would. It'll still be nice to have a really elegant work from home solution for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe everybody's already done this too, but it it definitely helped me a lot. There's a world though too where like, um, there's just like staggered shelter from home stuff 
until there's like the vaccine. Yeah. Like we might go into lockdowns again. So having, having something will be helpful, even if, even if we get to go back to work soon. Yeah. I guess even if you're allowed to do something, doesn't mean that people will like, they might relax the orders a little bit. People who are still cautious will probably still continue to stay at home and work from home if they can. Yeah. I think, I think like basically people that can work online from home, that's going to be, that's going to be like, we're going to be the last people to return to work. Right. Cause you don't it's need the, to. It's the frontline and essential workers now. Next up, like maybe like the restaurants and the event space, like people that, that rely on, uh, <laughs> rely on like goods and services. And then yeah. us, us who can pod from home, we're the least essential people in the world. <laughs> I, I saw somewhere that like podcasting was deemed an essential thing so on some website like state funded website or like an official dot gov website was like podcasting and radio services are is considered essential if yeah. like somebody pulls you over i wonder why <laughs> it's probably because what we say helps influence uh the future of not only covid response but mm-hmm. evolution going forward what i do what i say what i speak what i think actually influences not only the tens of thousands of listeners we have but all of their friends so that yeah and we're not said, just we're not making a difference we are the difference one of the things you said earlier in this episode was that you befriended a titmouse you're like i befriended a titmouse <laughs> yeah so like that's something that i, I said as a throwaway goof that you also like, talked I, about showing showing like a zoom call your little dick, dick balls. Because it was yeah hot. Yeah, and like that going forward can really like butterfly effect style. You've been making it, fun of me for having a young friend. I'm in, speaking insinuating truth really gross shit to okay. power. Actually, <laughs> I really am speaking truth to power with regards to the tit mouse, with regards to the Walter, with regards to the dick and the balls. <laughs> the Walter thing. The Walter thing. I will admit that I I do deserve the scrutiny. Actually, if you don't mind, I'd like to take my. My dick out is no. kind of warm in this. <laughs> wow, you are a chipmunk. <laughs> yeah. It's so flat. There it is. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get some more questions and answers under our belt. Okay. Otherwise, we're not an essential service at all. That's right. We're not doing shit. Uh, oh, here's one about feet, since you're an expert. This is from a lady. Okay. Uh, we'll call her Murphy Brown. Nice. The greatest lady of all. Been listening and watching to you guys since high school, and I'm a 27-year-old female attorney still maintaining the humor of a 13-year-old boy. There you have it. Nice. Thanks for all the laughs. Uh, Here's my issue. I've had this fucking foot injury for a year now. I've been to doctors and all that shit, and I'm still in the process of figuring out what's wrong. Now with the quarantine, there are definitely no appointments and thus no end in sight. Jake, you were in a similar situation with your foot for so long. How did you stay positive? How did you stay fit? I miss running in sports, and it gets to me sometime. Thank you, and any advice be truly appreciated here. Love ya. Damn, love you too. I feel your pain. Literally. Uh, How is your foot, by the way? It's great. That's really good. So you don't feel anything anymore? Would you say you're back to 100 or like at a 90-ish percent that you can deal Probably with? Probably 90-ish percent that I can deal with. It doesn't... The pain, has, it's only really been like better for a month. Um, but it doesn't limit me at all. I'm doing like, I'm exercising, like doing weighted lunges and skaters and some like burpees, basically stuff that I never would have been able to do. What that would have been way too painful on my 
foot before. Wow. Are you walking um, around barefoot or is that still not in the cards? That's still something that hurts. I think that will like basically always hurt a little bit. But that's okay because you have Crocs and or the other Crocs that you like. Yeah. Having having slippers at home is something I'd recommend. Even if you don't have foot pain, it's just real cozy. Preventative. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I've been like running, riding my bike. So I, I'm not limited anymore. Well, don't rub it in. This lady is still dealing with foot pain. Yeah, sucks to be her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. As long as I'm good. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm cripplingly depressed. <laughs> and I have joint pain in my shoulder. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought the foot thing would actually make me happier. And if anything, it's got only gotten me worse. Um, I... Th- I I would just be proactive, even if it even if stuff's not working. Trying to find a solution and not wallowing is helpful. Stretching, uh, hot baths, cold compresses, um, all the good stuff. Foam rolling, get that lacrosse ball. I, I it I don't know. Yeah, roll out your glutes, do calf raises. <laughs> How do you stay fit off your feet? Um, you can get a pull up bar. Oh. Pull-up bar, um, doing push-ups on your knees. There's plenty of stuff. There's, I bet you can like search on YouTube uh, modified workouts for feet injuries, for sure. Yeah. Plenty of stuff. You're not the there. only one with a hurt foot. There's Jake yeah. and a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. Bands, for sure, bands. Uh, you, can, you, you can find a way. And do you think... Just be proactive. Do you think that... Uh, there is a surgery out there that will fix her. Uh, maybe there was a, there was one out there to fix me, but it's t- it it's hard now to go into the, a hospital to like get an MRI or something, you know. So yeah, you probably have to wait till till this clears up. But when it when it does, if your insurance or if you can afford it, it uh, the MRI is what revealed my uh, torn ligaments, so that'll help too. Oh, MRI versus just X. Yeah, I had gotten X rays and nothing was wrong. And uh, stupidly, I didn't get an MRI for like an extra year. And then they were like, it's a, uh, yeah, you have a torn ligament. Oh, all right. So MRI, which might be essential. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. All right. One last question. Sure. This one's a little lighthearted. What are some happy and funny shows or series you're watching now? Thank you. Listen every Monday morning. Love. <gasps> Who was with Murphy Brown? Um, I forget the other characters on that show. Dr. Brown. All right, Caroline in the City. Thank nice. you, love, Caroline in the City. Uh, okay. All right, so are you escaping into the world of TV shows and or podcasts to make yourself feel happy? Yeah, I love I love escaping into uh, content that was created before Corona time because it's high quality and it's good. And so much are, content is is like made for Corona right now that I don't like it all the time. Yeah. So what do you, what's your current, what's on your current rotation? Um, okay. So Jill and I, the, the Michael Jordan documentary, great. Uh, mm-hmm. Westworld, not great, but still fun to watch. And it's very beautifully done. Nice. Aaron Paul's awesome this season. Um, there was, what else? Oh, devs. And there's one other thing we we're watching. Oh, uh, billions comes back tonight. I fucking, 
Jill and I shamelessly love Billions. It's so over the top. It's so stupid. And I love it so much. Do you watch, like when you're binging shows, I'm new to this whole watching TV thing because I used to just watch sports so much that like I haven't seen these shows. Do you watch them like all of Devs in a row, then all of uh, Billions in a row, then all of this in a row? Or like, are you like spacing it out like regular TV programming? Um, I, It feels like a mix almost. Like we'll we will watch like two or three devs in a row and then be like, and then just like, sometimes, you know, like I'm, I'm not in the mood tonight. Like I, I want, I need something that's like a little lighter. So we yeah. love something else. Yeah. Um, so it's not like all of it all at once. And it's not like this tonight, this tomorrow and this the next day. It's just like, it's really whatever we feel like, but I feel like usually it's when we're binging something, it's like you watch two of those shows in a night. Yeah. Not not too much, but not nothing at all. Yeah. And you're watching, what was the thing? You're watching Rome? Yeah. Uh, Avital loves Rome. We watched the entire first season. She's seen it like four times. I watched it for the first time. I have a feeling you'll like it a lot more than me. It was, it, I said it was like Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones, but like grounded mm-hmm. in history. So it's like basically about Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony and Brutus and, you know, all those, the whole Roman Empire. And it, it looks it, it was made in 2005 for HBO, but it looks like it could have been made last year. It's so good. And the wow. actors are very good and it's very well written. And you know, there's one, there's I think two seasons and we only watch like the first, which is a self contained story about like the rise and fall of Julius Caesar. Oh, there's only two seasons, only two seasons. And I guess the first season is better than the second. So I have only mm. seen the first. Oh, I also think I talked about this, but Ozark, Ozark is great. Yeah. And I also hear good things about Never Have I Ever. And I have a friend on it, Christina Karchner. So watch Never Have I Ever before I do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Ben and Thomas's uh, special is on Netflix. That's right. Three. Gosh, there's so much shit out there. We're never going to catch up, especially if we're podcasting like a bunch of dweebs. Yeah, we should really stop the show so we can binge. You don't watch a lot of comedies. All your stuff is like hour-long dramas. Yeah, I don't watch any comedy. Maybe I should start. There was a time when I was like, oh, like I do comedy all day, so I don't want to do that at night. But now I don't really do comedy all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe, I, like, maybe I should use it. Maybe I should, maybe I need it. Yeah, I heard the, the Good Place is really good. Yeah, The Good Place and like uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. There's like these these shows that have like 50 to 125 episodes that you can just sort of like plow through because they're all 22 minutes long. The last comedy I watched was Modern Family. And I think that was like, six years ago when yeah. i don't know when it first came out but it was a long time it, ago yeah it first came out i think 10 years ago and i think it just ended yeah i definitely i i think i watched the first two seasons of it and that was that's like the last comedy i watched <laughs> you're like this is the pinnacle of comedy i think i'm out as of, out of as of this point is devs a comedy no oh is that half an hour uh no it's an hour and it's oh. pretty fucking weird pretty fucking dark <laughs> What about The Wire? Is that funny? Uh, yeah, The Wire is hilarious. <laughs> Do you watch Better Call Saul? Everyone loves that too. No, I couldn't get into it. I don't know why. I heard it's and I heard it's like amazing. But I watch. There was sometimes these shows that uh, like torture and kill people. I also can't do, which is weird because I love Game of Thrones so much. But some like that's why a show like Succession is perfect for me. It's like high stakes drama but it's not like they're just torturing and killing people it's all like emotional torture yeah it's also like borderline a comedy yeah i mean succession is a straight-up comedy and actually billions is kind of a straight-up comedy too 
Those are the two best shows. <laughs> and I also watch Two and a Half Men a lot, so I guess that's the last comedy. <laughs> that's probably the furthest away from a comedy. I've been watching Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> Sheldon doesn't know anything. For someone so smart, he's pretty damn clueless. What else? <laughs> <laughs> baby Sheldon, what else? Young Sheldon, Boss Baby. <laughs> boss I've, Sheldon. I've, I've been watching movies. Like, I have a... I'm starting to like structure my life as like, oh, on Fridays, uh, me and Avital will watch a movie with Sean and Christina. So it's like, okay, every Friday we have this movie to watch, and I'm watching movies that are considered like masterpieces that I don't really fully understand. Oh, that's and do you like Facetime Sean and Christina? Yeah, we Facetime them before watch the movie and then discuss it after. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I saw. I don't know. I'm I don't have the attention span for movies anymore. Now, it used to be like 3-hour movies are too long. Now 2-hour movies are too long for me. And then like mm. it's gotten to the point where I'm like, god, is this movie almost over? It's been on for an hour and 6 minutes. There's still another 30? And then what do you but like what are you itching to do? What what are you like I wish this movie was over so I could look at Twitter now. <laughs> exactly. Or I wish this movie was about Michael Jordan cuz I have an insatiable appetite for that. Yeah. I'll watch 6 hours of that. That one is still coming out, right? Yeah, it's two episodes every Sunday for five Sundays in a row. So today's episode's five and six. Are you excited for that? Yes, especially because tonight's episode will be very Kobe-centric, so I'm excited to see that. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah. So that I that I can consume. That I've like watched twice already. And yet if it's like a movie that's like in the AFI top one hundred, like have you heard of Badlands? Yeah. I, I think that like some of those movies are like the cinematic masterpieces and stuff are those yeah. are tough for me to get through also. Right, it's like considered a classic American masterpiece and I'm just like this movie isn't good to me. Am yeah. I wrong? I can't be dumb, right? It must be every other film critic that loves it is wrong. I go to Rotten Tomatoes it has 99%. <laughs> yeah, it I think those but those ones you have to like know a ton about cinema to appreciate, right? I mean the it looked nice and it was made in 1974 which was impressive. But I wouldn't, I don't understand why it's considered good. Maybe we can start a film review podcast called Why Is This Considered Good? (laughs) That is so funny. We should definitely do a Why Is This Considered Good podcast. Oh man, we should do that. We could also do a watch along. So I'm like watching a film that's considered good that I don't quite understand. And at the end, I just ask, why is this considered good? That's a great idea. We should do that. Uh, what's the AFI top 100? Uh, Citizen Kane is on there. Of course. Right. All right so another, yeah, another classic movie that I watched recently that like everyone's like, you know, it's so influential and important was Repulsion, which was like a Roman Polanski horror movie in like the 60s or 70s. Why mm-hmm. is this considered good? Badlands is a good example. Yeah. And then we would also get to watch like, if we did all 100, we could watch Forrest Gump. And that was just, that would just be like us being like, I know why this is considered good. Because I saw it when it came out. (laughs) So if I saw it when I was 11, then it's good. But if it came out before I was born, then why is this considered good? Let's start with 100. Ben Hur made in 1959. We both love it. We're on. We're in tears the whole time. I really think you and I should do this. It would be really funny. From a hundred down to one. What's ninety nine? Uh, Toy Story, right away. Oh, that, Perfect. That's considered good. How many of those films do you think? But number ninety eight. 
Number 98 is uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy, 1943. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Some of the movies I have watched, I'm like, that was great. Like uh, Singing in the Rain, I think, was great. And that was made very early on, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And Guess Who's Coming to Dinner was really good. I remember seeing that in high school. And then some movies mm-hmm. are like, what was that? And why was this considered good? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> and I can't quite put my finger on why some are good to me and others are not. Maybe we'll learn a little bit about film, the way we learned a little bit about uh, the EPL. Yeah. Should we just watch Swim Fan, though? Is that on the list? We could do, like, alternating weeks, where, like, sometimes we watch the AFI uh, best movie of all all time list, and then we also watch the worst movie of all time list. So we're like, why is this considered good, and why isn't this considered good? <laughs> or why is this considered bad? Freddy Got oh, yeah. Fingered is hilarious. There's something here. There's something here. All right. Let us know what you think. Uh, for more questions and answers, send them all to, I guess not the answers, just the questions, uh, theme songs and questions. You can I send the say. answers. Send us the answers. If you feel like you fucking got them. <laughs> Do it. You think you're better than me? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Probably. Uh, if I were you show at gmail.com. Still need questions. Still need theme songs. Uh, the opening one was Vinit. And let's... Uh, listen to the second verse as the closer because we we stopped it a little early yeah second verse better than the first uh thanks for listening and uh for more uh, of us talking to each other there's our patreon patreon.com slash ja we're watching jake and amir videos we're answering questions we did a jna ama maybe we'll keep doing that mm-hmm. uh so yeah thanks for listening thanks for watching stay stay safe stay home Put a mask on when you sleep over Stay your six eyes. Feet away. That's what you really <laughs> gotta do. Just keep your distance. That way, when you faint on someone, you want to make sure that you don't touch their feet. That's why mm-hmm. it's like six feet away. So right. it's like if you collapse completely, face plant. You want to make sure that you're not landing on anybody. Yeah, you'll pure ground. Yeah, it's the pure ground rule we're calling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Later. But later on. In the episode, they settled down and got into a flow. They shared some tips and tricks, real life experience, and so I started to believe. And that's about the time that I began to grow. This is more than just an ad by show. Who needs a college degree when you know? Laughter's the best medicine, I can't wait to tune in again. To those coy dudes, on if I were you. If I were you, 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 if I were